Hi, I'm Tarika Wheeler, and this is Professional DNA. Each week, we're going to get ready for the week ahead, and we're going to explore tons of different things, challenges, barriers, issues that we have just in our day-to-day at work. But we're not just going to explore those things. We're really going to dig into how can we do better? How can we level up professionally? How can we tap into our professional DNA? What are we really made of? What makes us unique so that we can pull on that uniqueness and make us better? Make us attack these things that give us challenges uh, just when we're at work. So let's jump in. You know, I have always been driven by the why. Why is something happening? Why is something not happening? Why are they doing this? Why are they not doing something? And I think that I've been asking the wrong question. Instead of asking why about others, I should be looking at the why for me. And not necessarily maybe the why, but the what. What is it inside of me that can actually make a difference? So I took some time to really look inside myself and find out what am I really made out of? And that's where we get to professional DNA. So let's dig into the science a little bit. I know science was never really my best subject in school, but there's something about DNA that I think really, really clicks here and helps us to really look inside to think about what we're really made out of. So DNA, it's unique. So scientifically speaking, DNA contains the biological instructions that make each species unique. If you have your notebook, like you're supposed to, write that down. Biological instructions that make each species unique. We already have the instructions that we need right inside of us to make us our best unique selves. So DNA code actually contains instructions that are essential for our growth, development, and health. Again, write that down. It's code that contains instructions that are essential for our growth, development, and health. So simply put, knowing your professional DNA is pivotal to growth. It's pivotal to leveling up and becoming that professional that you long to be. I'm telling you, everything that you need to be your best is right inside of you. Professional DNA is your defined natural ability to quite frankly, kick butt professionally. And I'm here to help you do it. I'm here to help you discover what you are really made of. So that's what this episode is all about. We're really going to dig in to figure out what you're really made of. It's time to get that new job. It's time to get that promotion. It's time to stop spinning at work in circles, letting things happening around you instead of being a part of it and taking charge of your success. Are you ready? All right, let's dig in. All right. So, you know, I absolutely love quotes and I love music. I think there's just something beautiful about being able to put words together that can just impact and reach the soul. Um, So the great by Angelo had a quote and she said, if you don't like something, change it. And if you can't change it, change your attitude. 
And that's one of my favorite quotes, and it just sits with me because there's so many times that we don't like something that we will complain and we'll buzz and we'll grunt about it. But really what we need to do is just change our attitude. And when you change your attitude, you have no idea how it can really just impact the situation as a whole. So you may say, Tarika, what in the world does this have to do with professional DNA? Well, it has to do a whole lot with it because sometimes we can just feel stuck. We can feel like we're in a rut at work, nothing's working, or I've been in this career or been in this job for so long and I just need a change. And it's one thing to just talk at it and feeling like it can't change, but it's another thing that if you feel like you can't change it, to actually change your attitude. And I guarantee you, you'll start to shift in the right direction. So here's a little bit of a summary of my story. I said that I'm a, you know, project management professional, pretty strong, I think, and dynamic strategist, but I didn't always start there. Um, I remember really thinking that I wanted to be a physical therapist. And so when I went off to school after high school, uh, that was my focus. I was going to become a physical therapist. And then, you know, life happened and things changed. And in 2000, I didn't walk away with college uh, with a degree. I walked out of college shifting my complete life and uh, getting married and starting a beautiful family. And that was probably one of the most amazing errors and times within my life. But I'll say I was still lost professionally because I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And so I started still, I stayed kind of in the medical field. I became a clinical assistant and worked in my area children's hospital. I absolutely loved it. And I was like, oh my goodness, now I want to be a, a nurse. I want to be a um oncology nurse. I said, that's that's what I want to be, pediatric oncology nurse. And so I started to work towards that. And I was like, oh, no, I don't think that's it. I don't think that's, that, that's what I really want to do. And I was like, well, but I love healthcare and I love health administration. Maybe I want to do something around that. And so I had this great opportunity to become a department assistant and work for uh, leadership within uh, my local children's hospital. And it exposed me to so much. And I really got hungry around uh, public health, and just a few other areas. You may say, okay, Tarika, this is great. What does this have to do with finding out my professional DNA? Be patient. I'm going to get there. So I was a, a department assistant for a while, and this amazing opportunity came up to where I could really shift in the public health space and focus on childhood injury prevention. And I said, you know what? Why not? I love children. Um, I'm all about their health and well-being and wellness. Um, at that point, I had children of my own, and I said, absolutely, like, let's do it. And so I started to work um, in that space. But guess what? Remember how I told you that when I left college, I didn't leave with a degree? That's the truth. But I knew that if I wanted to move forward and really wanted to pursue the space of childhood injury and in public health, I had to finish my degree. And so at being a mom and a wife, and a professional, um, I also had to figure out how to get my degree. And so when I did, I enrolled um, right there in my hometown and uh, got my undergraduate degree in organizational communication. It tied together a lot of things for me. You may say, wait a minute, what does that have to do with healthcare? It didn't. But a bigger picture for me, I really 
was driven by how to communicate and how to communicate throughout organizations. And a lot of what I was doing in the childhood injury prevention space and in public health space was still around uh, communications. And I said, you know what, why not? And so I uh, graduated as an adult. So I was an adult learner. Again, remember I told you, if you listen to my trailer, that this was not the most traditional uh, approach and direction to where I am. But hey, here I am, and I think I'm doing pretty good. So I finished my undergrad degree and then made some really big life decisions I moved from my hometown and I moved to another state clear across the country uh, to really pursue big dream and job and goal. And my family was all behind me and it brought me to kind of where I am today. And again, that journey, which is an entirely different story, and we'll talk about it episodes down the road, um, is an interesting one in itself. But the reason why I wanted to kind of set this up for you is because I had to take a time and pause and really figure out what did I want to do? What was driving me? How did I really want to grow professionally? What do I like? What do I not like? And that took me to really look inside to what I now know is I was discovering my professional DNA. And so there's a really cool exercise on the on our website, your PNA. Um, yourpdna.com, my goodness, um, on our site that I really want you to check out. And what it does is it will help you um, really discover and kind of write down, it's a brainstorming exercise of what you're made of. When we talked about DNA, kind of biologically what that means, it's those instructions, right? It's also building blocks. So if you think about the double helix DNA and you see those little lines in between it, those little lines are building blocks. And so let's talk about, you know, what are your building blocks? What are you really made of? So for me, I'm going to tell you a little bit about my building blocks and then tell you three that I think are um, have just been p- completely pivotal in my success, pivotal in how I have been able to um, notice and understand and be aware of who I am and what I want to do. So for me, these are my building blocks. I'm energetic. I'm a strategic thinker, team player. I'm creative, flexible. I'm compassionate and I'm driven. So those are kind of, and again, I've got blocks all through me from head to toe, but those are the building blocks that I say are kind of like the top ones. But I want to talk about three today. The first one I want to talk about is probably my favorite, and it's drive. I consider myself to be a pretty driven individual. Drive, by definition, is to operate and control the direction and speed of a vehicle. Take out vehicle, insert self. I like to operate and be in control of the direction in which I'm going. And what is so powerful about that is that when you can have drive in your professional career, oh my goodness, it's a game changer. Because essentially what you put your mind to, you're going to be driven to get it done no matter what it may be. It could be learning a new skill. It could be getting a promotion. It could be simply just getting to work on time, whatever it may be. If you have the drive to get something done, there's just this internal thing about you that you want to have that control of how you operate and you get this 
amazing feeling of just success and feeling accomplished when you complete something. But drive is big for me. Now, how is this a part of my professional DNA? I'll tell you um, a little bit of a story. So recently, gosh, almost uh, a year ago this past summer, I actually sat for um, my PMP. I became a certified project management professional. For those of you who are not aware of the PMP certification, oh my goodness, it is, um, it's an amazing profession. You join just this global community of um, individuals who are high-functioning, critical thinkers that are all about managing projects. And there is a kind of PMP method for doing so. It's a very difficult exam and a very difficult certification to get. And I knew that, but I wanted to get it. I was pushed by one of my dear colleagues um, to do so. And I said, absolutely. You know, this is a step. I want to take my career to that next level. I really, really love this space of project management that I'm in. Let me get my PMP. So I started to study for it and um, did a boot camp, which was great. Uh, Got a lot of good information, a lot of good resources, a lot of good tools. And so then it came time for me to take my test. And so I took my test. And I was super excited about it. Oh, my goodness. I took my test. It was right before my birthday weekend. I was ready to be with uh, girlfriends. And actually, I think my daughter had a cheer competition. Uh, Yep, she did that weekend. So I was like, I'm going to pass this test. Next day, we're hopping on a plane. And not only are we going to have a great cheer comp, but I'm going to celebrate my birthday and celebrate passing my PMP. So wouldn't you know it, took my PMP exam, pressed the button to submit uh, the exam because it was uh, kind of proctored in this really uh, quiet room with folks taking all different types of uh, exams. But anyways, I failed. Yep, I failed. I couldn't believe it. Tarika doesn't fail. What is this? And it just, it crushed me. I felt like I was prepared. I felt like I'd been studying. I did this boot camp. I had all these tools and these resources. And I failed. Uh, Needless to say, (laughs) that wasn't the weekend that I had planned. And I had to step away from that exam and really, really do some assessments and say, do you really want this, Tarika? And the answer to myself was yes. And you're going to pick yourself up, figure out where you went wrong so that you can get it done. And so needless to say, I stepped away from it uh, for a month or so, came back and took a different approach to studying, took a different approach to uh, taking in knowledge different ways because I had a drive and a fight in me that I am going to not only retake this exam, but I'm going to crush it. And so time came up for me to take the exam again. And I am pleased to tell you that not only did I pass, but I scored amazing in every single area. I was above target in every single one. And I needed that for myself. One, because, oh my goodness, I couldn't believe I failed the first time. But two, because I needed that for myself to to remind myself that, Tarika, your drive, your fight inside of you is something that makes you unique. It's something that you pull upon to propel you forward in your career. And when you want to tackle something and approach something and do something, you always have that fight and you always have that drive. And so I was in control. And I knew that I had to do something differently. I knew I had to operate differently. I had to study differently. I had to focus differently. But the result on the other side of that was success. 
And so here I am still doing project management. I'd been doing it for a while, but now I have this certification to go along with it. Drive is so important and it is a piece of me that really is a part of who I am and it's a part of my professional DNA. So are you driven? Do you have drive? What pushes you? What propels you forward? What is that little thing inside of you that says you can do it? Get back up. You can go after that new job. You can go after that promotion. You can change how you behave and how you perform at work and turn this thing around so that you're seen as a contributing, a high-functioning team member. You can do it. But what is it inside of you? And for me, it's drive. My second building block that I want to talk about is being a strategic thinker. Strategic thinking is just so, so very important. By definition, it's defined as a mental or thinking process that's applied by an individual in the context of achieving a goal or a set of goals in a game or any type of endeavor. It produces thought. Let me tell you something. The one thing that really bothers me is those who work in their job or in their career, and it's a space that's supposed to be agile and flexible, but they're robotic and they're not thinking. That they want to have everything prescribed to them, given to them step by step, one, two, three, A, B, C. And in some roles and in some jobs, that's just not okay. It's not reality. You have to be a strategic thinker. I'm a strategic thinker. I am always about what's the strategy? What's the plan? How can I create a strategy for just making decisions? How can I create a strategy to inform how we're going to move forward? Being a strategic thinker is a game changer. When you can show that you can think strategically and critically about a problem and you can then identify plans and solutions and you can apply that in your professional space. So to your team, for your company, that is a game changer because you are then taking yourself up to this next level. You're not just doing the work, but you are strategically thinking about the best ways to approach and do the work, maybe in a more efficient way or in a way that's going to yield better results or better solutions for your company and or organization. Let me tell you something about being a strategic thinker. Being a strategic thinker for me is probably one of the single most important things that you can do when you are in an environment where you're serving a client, right? You're trying to, maybe you're pitching an idea or you're pitching a solution. Everything that you pitch and every idea that you have is not always going to be accepted. And so you have to think strategically about the pitch. You have to think strategically about what you're pitching and is it really what the client needs? Sometimes you have to help to get your client or uh, whomever it is you're, you know, you're working with, you have to get them to understand what they need. Sometimes they don't even know what they need. But if you don't have the ability and the capacity to think strategically, there's no way that's going to happen. So how do you think strategically? It's about putting a game plan together. It's about taking an assessment, looking at the situation at hand, and thinking through 
What's the best road to get there? What are the tools and resources that are needed to get there? What's the budget needed? How much time is it going to take? You're taking all these pieces and mapping them out and saying, okay, here are all the pieces. What's the end goal? How are we going to measure that goal? And then you package that up all nicely and you have now developed a strategy and have shown and demonstrated that you can be a strategic thinker. I'm a strategic thinker. I am always looking for what's the plan? What's the approach? Um, it's it's kind of a, a, a way for me to have a, a, a some confidence, if you will, for myself. If I don't have a strategy or a plan of attack, oh my goodness, it's hard for me. I can definitely be agile and move on the fly and you throw something at me and I can come right back and address it. I can do that. But I like to have a plan. I like to have a strategy and I like to take the time to think strategically about that. And then in teams that I manage, I try to empower and encourage them to do the same. Let's not just do the same thing that we've been doing day after day, week after week, month after month, year over year. Let's think strategically about what's the best approach. How do we really want to tackle this particular problem or developing a solution or a pitch for the client. So that's one of my building blocks. Are you a strategic thinker? How do you approach, you know, the game? How do you approach, what's, what's your game day plan, right? How do you approach your professional life as, as a whole? What's the plan? Where do you want to go? What do you want to do? Are you in the places where you want to be right now? Is this, is this really the career? Is this really the path that you want to be on? But even going through that, you've got to think about that strategically. So strategic thinking, one of my building blocks. My third one that I want to share with you is probably the fun one. <laughs> and and it's, it's creative. Being a creative, having an imagination or original ideas that blossom into just beautiful things. I love being creative. I love being able to use my creative mind to approach um, problems and bring forth solutions or just being able to use my creative mind and creative thinking to bring something to life, take something to that next level. I love the Super Bowl. Most importantly, I mean, I definitely am a sports fanatic and love to watch sports as a whole. But the, my favorite part about the Super Bowl, commercials. No surprise. Everybody loves the commercials. There's been some iconic ones over the past few years. But I will tell you, commercials for me during the Super Bowl are just amazing because you can see the creative thinking oozing out of those little 30-second, 60-second ads, right? The time is so, so quick. But you can literally see the creativity oozing out of them. How do you get consumers? How do you get that person who would have never thought about that product until they saw your ad during the Super Bowl. I love the creative mind. And I think that when you're a creative, it really sets you up to bring something fresh and new to not only your team and to your job, but for yourself. Be creative in even how you approach how you do your job. Be creative in how you approach how you lead your team. Maybe you are doing um, professional development for your team. So let me tell you one thing. So I love professional development. Clearly, I have a podcast called Professional DNA. Um, I love professional development. I think you have to always be a student. You're always learning. You're always growing. But professional development doesn't always have to be a bore. It doesn't always have to be uh, 
seem like a task to get done. And so one of the things I've done with my team to do professional development is lunch and learns. I think lunch and learns can be really fun, but they don't have to be boring. They can be creative. You can do fun slides. They can be interactive. You know, you have to be able to be creative. Do I sit there and I lecture to you for an hour or do I find some creative and innovative way to get you engaged so you can really take in the information differently? I used to actually be a director at my uh, a church over our youth ministry. And I love that. It was a lot of fun. And I remember that we got to take over a hallway. And in that hallway, we got to make it whatever we wanted. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be awesome. What can we do? Everybody's like, oh, we can't paint. We can't, you know, we can't do things on the walls. It's like, but but can we? We can't paint. Okay. But what can we do? And so we created this jungle theme out of paper and uh, cute little bulletin board things that teachers would use in their classrooms. We wanted to make trees. So we used this long brown paper and long green paper and crunched it up and did lots of staples and pins here and there. And next thing you knew, that hallway that was plain white walls in this brand new building became this beautiful, vibrant, jungle-like environment for kids. Being creative. It's a thing. It's a real thing. And for me, it's one of my building blocks. And it's something that makes me unique because I'm always thinking about what's the creative approach. How can I do something differently? How can I do something unique? How can I make something fun? How can I make something pop? Are you creative? Are you constantly thinking about original ideas? If not, you know, challenge yourself. Challenge yourself to dig in if that's one of your kind of building blocks on how can you take something that you naturally do. You're creative. Maybe you like music. Maybe you like the arts. That's such a creative mind. But how do you take some of that and foster that energy into your professional life? So again, for me, my three blocks, I love to drive. I've got, you know, I've got some drive in me. I am a strategic thinker and I'm a creative. Those are pieces of my professional DNA. What are you made of? What are pieces of your professional DNA? Well, I hope today was helpful and you're ready to start the week thinking a little differently. What are you made of? What are those building blocks? What's your professional DNA? What is it that you feel like you can't change, but really, if you just change your attitude, things might turn up and turn out a little differently. How can you take what makes you unique and dig in and use that to push yourself forward? Your challenge this week, number one, I want you to do the exercise. Go to our, to our website, yourpna.com, and just brainstorm. Write down what you're made of. What makes you unique? What are those things that really make you pop? What are those things that really push you forward? And then I want you to see if you could use at least one or two of those building blocks at work when you're with your team when you're working with your managers or supervisors, when you're building a plan or a strategy or tackling an assignment or an idea, 
how can you use what you're really made of, what makes you unique, to approach it a little differently? I guarantee you, I guarantee you, if you just dig in, use what you got, you're going to see things change because your attitude's going to change and your results are going to change. And it's all because you took a look inside and you used your professional DNA. See you next week. Bye, everybody.